This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? What? And then all of a sudden a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? So ladies and gentlemen, the very, very first time in the studio, we have looking at me right now, Marquesa Scalia. Marky. Say hi. Okay. We're going to move on. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Whoa! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Huh? Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than Al. Lauren Scalia is my Venmo if you guys want to send me some money. Uh, Chris Manzo 8, as usual, nothing changed there. How do you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight-up contracts. It should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, I always say the same thing, Jules. I say this is big. This is special. Like, we gotta, you got to get on me for stuff like this. Jules is here. Hi. Jules is like, she's projecting now. She's big. She's got her feet under. <laughs> she's a regular now. Pops is here, too. What's up? Pop, a couple things. Yeah. First thing is, um, I want to get you down here without mom, you know, because I feel like you couldn't be yourself, man. I feel like, you know, like, I feel like maybe she's trying to keep you away. I don't know if she's worried about your stealing her thunder or whatever, but like, I felt like you were being contained. She's afraid that I'll go on some like political rant and people will hate me. Right. Well, I mean, you know, we don't really get involved. We're going to get into politi- politics on this show a little bit um, for the first time ever, which is usually a rule. Like I try and stay away from religion and politics. That's a, that's a general rule, but we're going to have to do it this time because I was excited to get you here, get you comfortable We got a lot of questions about Alexander Hamilton's hair. Now, for those of you that didn't hear the other episodes, Dad went crazy in the basement of the house and has stuff really everywhere. Memorabilia, it's very, very cool. He did a tremendous job. It's almost downright a new hobby for you, I feel like. It's fun. Like, there's no room left on the wall, pretty much. There's only one wall left. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and I have it already planned out. One of the pieces of memorabilia is quite literally a piece of Alexander Hamilton's hair. Yes. Um, can you walk us through what it is and you know, just explain to the to everybody at home exactly what like paint the picture for them. We put something on social. Well but you know I grew up in uh, Patterson, New Jersey. And Alexander Hamilton is primarily responsible for Patterson, New Jersey being in existence. As a matter of fact, he was instrumental in naming Patterson. Um, he created the first corporation that was ever started in the state of New Jersey. Corporation number one. It was called the Society of Useful Manufacturers. So growing up, without boring the audience, growing up in Patterson, for me, Alexander Hamilton was like my favorite founding father. Right. Um, Which bill is he on? He had lunch at the Falls with George Washington. You know, so growing up hearing these stories is very cool. Mm. He's, he's on one of the bills, right? Which bill Ten. is he on? Ten. Um, now, okay, that's all great. You have a, a interest in Alexander Hamilton. It's tied to Patterson. I get all that. Explain the hair thing. Is there well, a hair? How does that work? Now, did you run a, into uh, it? Did, did you look that up? How long have you had the hair? Oh, years. When did you get it? Mm, probably 15 years ago. Where did you find this? Well, every month I go on a site called R&R Auctions, and it's a very well-known um, – well, actually, I was on it before they had a site. They used to send out a catalog every month, big, fat catalog. Mm-hmm. And in the catalog, it was mostly historical figures, but also sports figures and music. Almost anybody would find something they would like on R&R Auctions. Um, so R&R Auctions.com, I, I'm not a paid – you know. Uh, promoter for the site, uh, just just for you to, to check it out. Clear up any confusion. Something, something to do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, every month I go to R&R Auctions, and I started because you, as a young kid, had a fascination with Babe Ruth's autograph. Yes. And uh, I always told you, if you ever brought me back home a straight A report card, mm-hmm. I would buy you a Babe Ruth's autograph. Yeah, never happened. So thank God you always got like one B... Or something, mm. and and I was off the hook yeah. for a big check. But anyway, um, I'm going through the catalog one day, and there it is, Alexander Hamilton's hair. So first I thought, wow, that's a little creepy. But then I'm saying, well, isn't that way better than a autograph? I mean, mm. when you get an autograph, all you're getting is like the ink that was in some pen that the guy had in his hand for two seconds. It was really, it's really not that big a deal. Yeah, there's no DNA strands on that. Like, you can't exactly. clone I mean, we could order. actually clone yeah. Hamilton if yeah. we wanted to. Right. And I I mean, I'm available for any evil scientist that would like to work something out. Give me a call. But the piece is basically certified and has a lot of provenance, which is, you know, when you have a item that people want to make sure like you get a Babe Ruth photograph it's uh real right there's provenance well this this is what I'm saying how is do how do you know this is his like like I get the certificate thing right how do you know it's his hair is there a hair is there somebody going out and just cutting hairs off people well provenance is the key word so so what happened is it, it it was taken uh from Hamilton himself while he was alive um, in like 1795 uh, in that general area by a guy named Jonathan Trumbull Jr. 
and he had possession of many locks of hair. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so there was a hair guy in basically like the revolutionary times, is what you're saying. Well, revolution was over, but yeah. So the, 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 a revolutionary war hair dealer of sorts. Was he a barber or he was no, just going No, I think to... he was just like in that time. Um, he was a hustler. In that time, it was just something like uh, it was a piece of that person that you could have without like, you know, cutting his finger off. You know, so, so yeah, but 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 think about this. So somebody sat down with Alexander Hamilton and was like, "Hey, you know, I'd really love to get a lock of your hair. I'm a big fan." Like yes. that was the the version of a selfie back then or something. What are you trying to say? I'm, I'm just saying that that was something like a keepsake. Like you know, you'd wear a lock of someone's hair, like you know, to keep them close to you, like a, a loved one or something like that. That was pretty normal then. So this guy basically was going around cutting pieces of people's. So well, I don't know if he cut anybody else's hair, but he definitely cut Hamilton's hair. Right, but the thing is, so like, I mean, this was some type of like, was there a a a uh, like a a market for this? Were they trying to sell this shit back then? He wasn't saying to himself, "Oh man, for two hundred years from now, this is going to go for some big bucks." I have no reason to think he was a capitalist. You know, I mean, he, I'm just thinking that he had it and he thought it was a cool thing to have. And and it was uh, there's many locks of his hair. I mean, there's a whole map of what what they took from his head. I'm sorry. There's a there's a map of Alexander Hamilton's scalp. No, like there there's a what, actually so- a, a, an image, uh, a hand drawn image. Of what they took from his head, like like the you know the ponytail was cut off and the sides were cut, like there he got a major trim. So wait a minute, and they documented all the hair pieces that they okay, took. From hold on, so you know exactly where the hair is from on his head, and that's sitting on a plaque on this wall. Well, I only have ten little locks of hair. Uh, I don't have a whole toupee. I have like ten locks of hair. How much did you pay for this? I don't remember, but it was like I don't know several hundred dollars. Several hundred dollars, yeah. and you've got ten pieces of hair in there. So yeah, you're looking right. at like, like, let's call it, you know, on the low end, thirty bucks a thirty bucks of hair. Yeah, probably. Not no more. Probably fifty, sixty. Fifty, sixty bucks per, hair. per strand. So you spent like five, six hundred bucks on this. Yeah. And it doesn't did. come with this signature or anything. It just it's hey, no, here's his hair. What do I want hair. a signature for? What is a signature? Why do you want his hair? Dad? This is the man's. This was on the man's body. Yeah. This is a part of the man. I understand, but, but like, like, do you know? Do you, well, you know it came from his head, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I think so. I'm just saying that for would be. Sure. A I don't even care. But, <laughs> you are like you're that big of a stand for Alexander. It doesn't Hamilton. matter. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Alexander Stanilton, Stamilton. Um. This is so. I, I mean, we got a bunch of we had a bunch of questions from from you know listeners on this. So, Jules, you want to break us off with any of that? Sure. Well, somebody started off with "What a flex." Mm. Oh, uh, does that mean? I'm, like I'm you're showing off. I'm, I'm too old. To like you're showing that. off. You're showing off. What a flex. Mm. I, I'm uh, like it's a power move. Got it. I'm not going to use that one. I'm not going to steal that. No, you should. <laughs> it's Don't a compliment. Really like it. Flex sounds kind of. Mm, it's a compliment. Good. It's a compliment. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I appreciate that. But yeah. I'm not going to steal no, it. It's, it's, it's a, I won't be using that in my normal everyday. It's a power slide. move. You know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. you're, t- you're taking a piece of someone's a power move. I get right. it. All no good. Nah. Um, do you think that Joseph Gordon-Levitt could play him in a movie? Hmm. Mm. Um, I I did meet his um, his great great grandson. Um, actually, he was at my restaurant last year. And it's it's a little spooky how how um, he kind of looks like him. Uh, oh my god! His hair's gray, and he's got that you know that whole basic face. Uh, it was really kind of cool to 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 meet 
Alexander Hamilton's offspring. So were you were you uh, like you you were really excited to meet him? So did you go out of your way to meet him, or he came to meet no, you? No, and he the was a guest. He there? was a guest at the Passaic County Historical Society, which mm-hmm. I host every no, not host, but I'm the caterer for. And um, he was there. So does he fun. have does he have a collection of hair? Probably not. I have way. I have his hair. He you, does not. So you, you've got more hair. I'm going to say that I've, you know, I have. I would bet that he doesn't have his grandfather's hair. Have you looked into? Um, I have. I have more hair coming too. I'm sorry. I have another major piece that I'm bidding on right now. You're bidding on. Wait, hold on. Walk me through this slowly. What you just said. This is a biggie. Hold on. You're bidding on hair right now? I am. R&R auctions. Oh, maybe I should wait. Don't air this until auction's over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going for George Washington. A major lock of George's hair. Major lock. I don't have anything to say right now. (laughs) My father is bidding on a piece of grown man's hair. This is like that part in Vegas Vacation. Who is that? Who who is the the singer they go and see? And he hands the 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 mom like a little ring box, and he goes, "It's a lock of my hair." And she storms out. That's what I feel like right now. My grown man father is bidding. What, what's the bid at right now? What are you bidding on George Washington's hair? I gotta um, say though, I mean, if you're gonna have a lock of hair, that's the you know that's the lock you want. George's hair right now is up to. Hmm, let me see. Well, the estimate, the total estimate is fifteen thousand. Right now, wait, wait, wait. total estimate for if you want to bid on the hair, the the guesstimate. How many locks of 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 hair is that? What are you getting uh, per piece? I, there? I'll actually, um, I'll actually provide Jules a uh, image of the lock of hair that's available. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. You're gonna spend fifteen thousand dollars on a ponytail, maybe, at at best. Oh wow! Oh no, it's kind of out of my league now. Now they're saying it, it's it's expected to take fifty thousand, so I'm gonna to have to bail out on that one. Jules, we're in the wrong business, man. We should just be chopping <laughs> off people's hair and say, like, mom you know, would kill me. Like this is, you know, this is. That, they're saying that the hair is gonna go for fifty G's. And that's too much for me. I'm not gonna. Uh, oh yeah, no, that. like your hair budget. I'm but sure it's is. beautifully, beautifully. Uh, it's beautifully. Done. Show how is it presented. Let me see that. It's it's in a frame in a plaque, and the, see how the hair is like. This is almost like a little ponytail there. This so is tied. This is crazy. It's special. Dad, yeah. if you saw that in a bowl of soup, you would throw it out and never go to that restaurant ever again. Well, if someone dropped George's hair in soup, I probably would. Right. The soup okay, watch this. Hair. Watch this. R&R Auctions hits you up right now. Yeah. It says, look, Al, 
It's going for fifty grand. Right. Okay. Right. We'll give it to you for twenty five hundred bucks, yeah. but we're gonna put it in chicken noodle soup. Okay. Uh, and you got to eat all the soup. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. You're. I'm in. I'll eat the soup. And you're gonna. Keep the hair. You're gonna. Oh my god. Yeah. So you would pay. You would actually pay to get to, to get hair in your food at that point. Yeah, it's all right. I'll live. Commitment. It wouldn't be fun. I don't know. Are you? Are you? <laughs> there was all kinds of things floating around out there. You don't know what that's got. It's gotten contaminated with. You know. I'll take a shot. All kinds of different things were floating around back then. I'll take a shot with it. I'm gonna take a shot. Oh my god, Jules. Do we have any more questions on the hair thing? Because I'm starting to really get freaked out here. Um, you know that was. I mean, we got just a lot of dead. What? Pretty damn awesome. Mm-hmm. Love this. If, so you're the only one who thinks it's crazy. Your 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 listeners thinks it's <laughs> awesome. So as, if you got the prize piece of George Washington's hair, where would you put it? I mean, it, it would be in the basement, or is that like a better piece? Would you hold it upstairs? No, no. This is the this is the uh, chamber of all of the memorabilia. And, and if you've you noticed that it's a collection of all the things that we've done, like Christopher's first fish. Oh yeah, is here. Really? The, the first fish he ever caught. And the second fish you ever caught, are, are, they're, they're prominently displayed. Um, we have lots and lots of cool stuff. I have a lot of Patterson political memorabilia going up soon. And uh, I'm sure your audience is bored with this by now. But No, look, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I mean, do you have anybody else's hair? Like, do you have like a, a I mean, if George Washington and Alexander Hamilton, do you have like, can you round out a top five? Are there three other people whose hair you'd really like to get a hold of? I'm gonna probably snip Caroline Manzo's hair once she's sleeping. <laughs> All over the map today. While we're on this, um, I did have a dear Albie come in from the mailbag. Um, that uh, you know, while while we have you, we didn't want to just stick to Alexander Hamilton subjects. We want to jump on something else mm-hmm. um, that I thought actually was pretty interesting um, because of the context. So this came in literally like late yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dear Albie. About a month ago, my best friend got married. I was in the bridal party, and everyone there seemed to have an absolutely amazing time. After the ceremony and reception, the bridal and groom's party members stayed at the hotel that the reception was in. We stayed up talking almost all night, drinking wine and just hanging out. It was laid-back fun and just the perfect ending to an amazing day. Towards the end of the night, the maid of honor asked me to put her earrings in my suitcase. She gave them to me, and I put them in the side compartment of the bag and shortly after fell asleep. The next morning we woke up, all had breakfast together, and we were ready to leave. The maid of honor asked me for the earrings, and when I looked, one of them was missing. It was at this moment that she tells me they were $10,000 earrings. I felt absolutely horrible, as I had no idea where they went. We did a full search of the room, contacted the hotel manager, and came back a second time to search again. Fast forward to now, the maid of honor still will not talk to me, which is difficult because she is a good friend of mine. I feel horrible for what happened, but I don't know how to make this right or how to have this difficult conversation with her. She didn't leave a name, so I've got to stay away from her name, but uh, let's just call her uh, Ears. Yeah. So, I mean, being in the wedding biz, yeah. you know, I assume, I don't know if these type of things happen a lot, but that's kind of a messed up little situation. We're there. looking for earrings right now, as a matter of fact, yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Like somebody just said, like they think they lost them in a party type situation. Blah, blah, um, blah. Well, we're trying to help as much as we can, you know. But when when someone calls you and says, um, "I need to look at the video, the security tape, to see where I lost my earring," <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. Um, as you can imagine, you only can have so many cameras, and to spot an earring yeah. uh, is kind of a challenge. Yeah. So, um, 
Then I was contacted by the insurance company because she did she was insured, and the earrings were apparently worth a lot of money. Mm. Um, and um, we just were came up empty. Um, she has no idea when she lost it or how she lost it or where she lost it, so that makes it even harder. But I would say that you know um, this is the, the bridesmaid gave the bride to hold the earrings. The bridesmaid gave a friend, I, I guess, the earrings yeah. to hold, and she lost one of them. I mean. You know, you just don't do that. I mean, the earrings belong in your ears, and people have to take responsibility for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully she had them insured. If she did, great. If she didn't, um, it's a shame. Um, I wouldn't feel any uh, – I'd feel terrible, but I wouldn't feel a sense of responsibility. I mean, what, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, maybe I would, but I, I, don't, I wouldn't feel compelled to say, well, I'll give you the money. You know, like not like that. Well, I think, like, look, first of all, mistakes happen. That's one. But number two, how do you know, like, I, there are little elements here that, like, if she gave her a box, she said they were in a box, right? If she gave her a box where both of them in there at the time and then one missing, yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, why not still both? Right. Yeah. You know, like, so I would say looking at all that, she clearly feels bad. They looked around. She's putting the effort in, you know. Somebody doesn't want to talk to you over that. I guess that's their business. It, it really comes down to, like, I can see if you're, like, Hey, I took someone's watch and said, or if you borrowed the earrings, mm-hmm. different story. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you borrowed them, then yeah. But it, you have to know, though, okay, I have $10,000 earrings and I want to take them off. I'm going to give them to my friend, put them in a suitcase. You just don't do that. You go back up to your room, mm-hmm. you put them in a, a lockbox or something. It's like, would you if you would you take your Rolex off and hand it to your friend and be like, hey, can you just hold on to this? Yeah, right. I mean, well, I mean, like... Let's say that that wasn't even an option, right? And you were just all going down to the bar and you were in the room and you said, hey, put these in your suitcase. Mm -hmm. If I gave something to my friend like that, right? If I was like, hey, hold my wallet. Mm -hmm. And my wallet goes into their suitcase. I watch them zip it up. We walk out of the room. And I know my license is in that wallet. And I come back and the license is gone. That's weird. Yeah, I got to beef with the friend. So, like, if I know there's two of them in there and then there's one of them when I come back, like – even if we were with each other the whole time, it's just a weird thing, you know? I don't know that I would, like, it depends on the circumstance. If you guys are with each other the whole time and all that, like, you're not, you know, claiming they did anything with them. Like, you got to retrace your steps like that a little bit. But, you know, yeah, for a venue, like, for that thing to get vacuumed up does not take much, you know? Like, or swept up, whatever. Uh, rolled up in a carpet. There's so many different options. Somebody else finding them. Maybe you only, maybe you lost it and it fell off before you put them in the box, you know? I would look into it that way, but at the end of the day, if you didn't go ask to take possession of this stuff and you legitimately don't know what happened to them because you weren't careless, then yeah, it's tough to beat yourself up over it. You know what I mean? Because it just is what it is. It's an unfortunate situation. Like I had a thing that happened to me that I had always been really, really like I was always bothered by Mm. a guy, a really good friend of mine that I just I got a lot of love for this dude really helped me out like like years ago getting myself into shape and stuff like that um got married right and i didn't have a ton of money flowing around at the time like we were basically working for free um we were still on tv but you know it wasn't like i had a ton of money laying around Mm -hmm. and he invites me to his wedding so i really kind of wanted to show him that like i appreciate a lot of the whole that he did so i wrote a really nice card and i put 500 bucks cash in the envelope Right. And I was like, that's like a big thing because the guy trained me for nothing. All this other stuff really just amazing, 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 like good guy. Still close with him to this day. 
and I remember getting to the uh, ceremony, running into a couple of people that I knew, mm-hmm. and his sister. And I had the envelope in my hand. I was like, "Oh, hey, where do these things go?" And I remember they there was like a, a set of steps that went up to where the ceremony was, and then um, there was like a little birdcage thing. Either at the bottom of the steps or the top of the steps, I can't remember. And somebody points to that and says, "Oh, they're all going in there." Because I just didn't want to have it in my hands, you know. So put it in the thing, walked away. Right? Had a great time at the wedding, and about three, four days later, I get a text from him saying, "Hey, thanks for the generous gift, but canceled the check." I was trying to be funny, so I was like, "Hey, man, like you know," he goes, "We lost a couple of the envelopes, and your thing wasn't in there," and I, so canceled the check, and I said. As a joke, oh, like, how'd you lose, like, five pounds of, like, gold bars or this or that? Just, like, being a smart ass. And he goes, no, man, I'm being serious. Like, we didn't, you know, get anything. Now, I didn't know if that was them saying, like, that I'd show up there with nothing. You know what I mean? Which would be so messed up of, of me at the time, right? Anytime, really, but especially for him. And I said, dude, like, I don't want to be weird or anything, but I, I gave cash. And I always felt weird about it because I was like, does he think that I just did nothing? You know what I mean? And it was really, really shitty for me because I was saying to myself, like, I really tried to, like, step up in that yeah, moment. Yeah, but did. in you a did. weird way, yeah. it's like, dude, like, what do you do? I can't do that again. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a very so, Jersey thing, by the way. People don't leave large cash gifts at weddings, uh, you know, in in the majority of the country. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, if I was paying the guy for all the stuff that he was doing, it probably would have been way more than 500 bucks. Like, just always just a good dude out of the kindness of his heart, like, really looking out. And I always felt like shit about that. But he always, like, it was never really a weird thing, but it was the type of thing that if I'm him, you would wonder if anything was ever dropped off. That was a really, really weird thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um where the hell that ended up, I have no idea. Yeah. Because at least if it was a check, you know. It happens. It does happen. We, we actually caught somebody stealing envelopes one time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could I could see that happening up here, whatever. But she like, was a serial envelope stealer, like at five or six different catering halls. That's crazy. Yeah. She got all dressed up real fancy, you know. Like, you know, her hair wasn't done and she was a mess, but she put on a dress so she blended a little bit. Mm. And then she would just, like, cruise the rooms uh, of these different catering halls, and we were on the kind of on the lookout for her because it was, uh, you know, in the paper in one town. I wanted to mention the halls, but another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. And then um, she came in alone. It was a little suspicious. We kind of watched her, and we caught her. Yeah. Flat out caught her. Put her in the office, wouldn't let her leave until the cops came. And she goes, are you saying that I would steal? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, mm-hmm. what <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like, you know, from growing up, there's a lot of stories like that, but it, like for... The girl that wrote in, I think the point is, like, even in my situation, it was never a thing where, like, it changed the friendship at all. It wasn't, like, about that. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit different, I guess, for them, obviously. But, like, you know, if you really did everything, like, as as as, as annoyed as I was about it, like, I never felt I never felt guilty because I knew I did everything that I was supposed to do and all that. I just right. kind of felt like it was just messed up for 
so many reasons you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but like i didn't get to the level of like pining over it forever because i said to myself did i do in my head no matter what anybody's reaction is what i thought was you know the right thing if she's did everything that she could have done to protect the earrings and this and that and someone's still giving you shit i just like blow it off what are you gonna do well she also mentioned it was the bride's sister so i'm curious to see what the relationship with the bride is like you know Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't beg to be her friend again you did everything you could do you apologized you know don't beg her to be your friend or keep going at it with apologies true true story true story i'm with jules on that one me too um last thing little quick update for you guys uh we're talking today I don't know if you listened to the last uh, episode. We got a really cool um, write-in uh, last show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've got the one-year anniversary coming up. People were asking us if we were ever going to do Dear Albie merch and stuff like that. And I always kind of thought that was like a little bit just, I don't know, not us. I just kind of wanted to get on the microphone and have some fun and, and see where this whole thing landed. I didn't expect it to go a year. I didn't expect the response that we got from the show it's really really awesome the show's done as well as it has it did literally 10 times better than i ever thought it would do it's brought us to some really cool places it's only going to get better from here it brought us jewels and all that stuff which is <laughs> awesome but to me it was, i always felt like um i feel like there's a sense of community in this whole thing and i kind of wanted to keep it that way so we had jewels want to update them what's going on yeah we're gonna we're gonna design t-shirts well that was um so the person that wrote in, she gave her name, right? We were cool yeah, to say Sarah. Yeah, so Sarah that wrote in was, if you guys remember, it was a really, really cool story. So she um, uh, lost her job at a certain company. She gave mm-hmm. us a couple follow-up points that, you know, I guess really aren't relevant to get into. But, um, you know, you guys support us, so I thought it was really important that we support, like, our community in the same way and support mm-hmm. you guys back. So we're actually, Sarah mentioned in the... Um, email that she has a small t-shirt design company so mm-hmm. we're hitting her up we're going to do the shirts through sarah which is really really cool so it'll support us it'll support her and that kind of to me I, is i think the coolest thing i hope we'll be able to do with this is like do more stuff like that and um just kind of uh keep building it up so that was fun we'll drop those very very soon yeah. um i'm working hard to convince christopher that do not put your venmo on a t-shirt i don't want to see that happen um, you're just trying to stop that madness, but we're going to design them today. Keep an eye out for them. I don't have any information on where the hell they're going to be, how much they're going to be for, what they're going to look like. I'm saying it now because by the time this airs, we'll probably have a lot of those details figured out. So mm-hmm. um, keep on the lookout for that and uh, just keep it going. What else, Jules? Anything else we got going on? No, just the, the one year. It's going to be a big episode. And if you have any good questions that you want to be featured on that episode, send them in because we've been, our mailbag has been really. Yeah, cool. it's been getting pretty insane. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, listen too, I threw this up on, on Instagram. People hitting me up saying that they heard a fart on the last episode. <laughs> really quick, they said it was at 10, the 1020 mark. Okay, we're going to play that real quick now. All right, hit that right here and maybe even turn the sound up. I but think you're doing swell. I think just I, swell. I just think it's funny though because um, you're doing just fine, being yourself, Jules. That's all. That's all we ever asked for. Do you guys want to hear what Abby <laughs> said? 
that I did not hear a fart. You, you heard back? I did not hear a fart. And, and when you posted that, I spit up my iced coffee, <laughs> got grabbed, um, went back on the, the app, listened three times. I did not hear a fart. Somebody mentioned it could have been a, a stomach grumbling, which that might have been me because my stomach is always <laughs> grumbling, but it was not a fart. So I don't, these people are crazy. Now, I, I'm telling you, there was not a fart. And I think we would have noticed. I think you're onto something here. I think. Mm. That someone, every single episode, should fart. I mean, you're onto something, man. Maybe every it, episode. This is why somebody your, should just, break their ass. Yeah, you just need your own show. Okay. This is it. And the listener, first listener, that calls in with the exact time of the fart gets one strand of Alex and Hamilton's oh hair. Oh my god! <laughs> just tying it all together, folks. But only kidding. But it was. Know, at least they're know. listening closely yeah no i'll tell you what you guys are definitely on <laughs> about that sure of caroline Manzo's um yeah yeah we can do that we can start we can we get auction off a strain of caroline Manzo's hair we can get that in that it is iconic red angry bird style um but yeah clearing the record there was no fart we listened to it some of you guys owe me a freaking apology okay fake news <laughs> all day long Although i think we should start this 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 uh new new competition i mean every single episode somebody but bust their ass we uh we'll take it under consideration let's, we let's appreciate think about your that. ideas um, guys, thank you for listening. Please subscribe. I can't help right now. My stomach's fine. So <laughs> Subscribe, 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 rate, five stars, all that. We need your help, man. Come on. We're doing this. Um, and write in. Dear Albie Mailbag. It doesn't cost anything. So, like, you know, just, just listen to it. There you it. go. It's That's free. it. That's perfect. That's exactly how it's I totally want to sum it up. Perfect. Like, Sirius XM, you know how much that is now? It's crazy. crazy. Nuts. I'm, like, dropping, like, 50 bucks, bucks a month with all the different radios I have on. It's wild. You need Howard, man. Got to listen to him. Yeah. He'll probably be on a podcast eventually himself. I don't know. He'll do but, his own thing. I don't know. He's, uh, but worth, it's worth the dough for me, man. So, is what it is. But catch you guys later. Dad, thanks for coming. Hey, my pleasure. Jules. I'll let you know about GWB. Thank you. Jules Rushing is here. Got it. Bye, guys. See ya. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.